The evil that men do lands on. We gonna bang your head! You are now listening to the Music Mania podcast, a hard-hitting show featuring all things hard rock and heavy metal. And now here are your hosts, the twins of chaos, Clint Switzer and Paul Lagana. Well, Paul, this is it, our pre-Rocklahoma edition of the Music Mania podcast. Whether there will be any more shows after this remains to be seen. If we survive our trip to prior Oklahoma to see the Scorpions, it remains to be seen. Will we make it back? Um, I'm hoping so. <laughs> well, my, my, my problem is uh, it's going to be three days of total party, so... I should be back in one piece. Well, I'll tell you what. I have previous experience, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Eric Clausen. We went down in 07, when the, the very first year of Rocklahoma, back when there were still actually 80s bands that uh, you know were featured throughout the entire event. I mean, there was uh, you know Cinderella, Poison, I think uh, Vince Neil headlined tonight, Twisted Sister, Dawkins, Warrant. I mean, it was, uh, it was all 80s bands. We camped out for three days. It was muddy. It was rainy. I remember one of the nights our tent blew in half, and Eric and I... Just said F it and slept in the mud. I'm not kidding. My ex-girlfriend came with us, which is another disaster. Swear to God, that girl slept with half the bands that were out there. We lost her for two days. Paul, it was crazy. But, you know, we're a little older now, a little wiser. And I think we can stay the course and make this event uh, truly spectacular. Because it's for us, it's about the Scorpions and seeing them for the first time. Um, right. 50th anniversary tour for them. Cannot wait. Right, right. And... Uh for me, exactly, that is exactly what it is, is uh, seeing the Scorpions, because I've been waiting to see them for 35 years, Clint. 35 years, ever since Blackout, and uh, that's when I became a big fan at that point. So and That's about the time they broke into the mainstream United States. It's gonna be, let me read you off, though, guys. This is the Saturday lineup at Rocklahoma, and I have to admit, I'm a little disappointed, because there's some big acts, some really good bands uh, at Rocklahoma, but Saturday night... The main night when the Scorpions are going to be rocking. This is what we have up against. Of course, headlined by the Scorpions. Three Doors Down, Collective Soul, Hell Yeah, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, P.O.D., Texas Hippie Coalition, Hate Breed, Devil Driver. I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm sorry. I know I lost, you started looking away. I lost to you, I think, after Collective Soul. Uh, almost <laughs> after Scorpions, actually, but that's neither well, here nor there. Can we endure this? Can we endure this day? I mean, I think that sometimes live music permeates it live music kind of takes away the doldrums a little bit even if it's a band you're not that excited to see it's kind of like hey right grab a seat yeah and i'm going there just to see what it's all about as well it's a good Um, point you know i've never been there so uh i I, was oh seven yeah so 10th year coming up here so uh yeah i definitely had this on my bucket list well here we go paul it is on we're heading down there uh hoping to do some uh some features some uh maybe some a show from down there not sure quite yet what our uh what our internet access is going to be at rocklahoma prior uh, out in the middle of nowhere in oklahoma hopefully guys that we return and do another show for you and thank you guys so much for listening we have a great show today we're going to be having a great conversation with Mr. Steve Lynch, he's the guitar player from Autograph, a band that a lot of people, of course, remember from the 80s. Turn Up the Radio, one of the biggest hits, biggest rock hits of the 80s, biggest arena rock you know, songs from that era, and it still permeates to this day. People uh, go out and see this band. 
because of that song. That's the truth. And Steve Lynch one of the, is a great guitar player. In fact, uh, he had a little run-in with Eddie Van Halen when they opened for Van Halen in 18, 1984 uh, that we're going to talk about because of the guitar techniques that both of the guitarists use, man. So Steve Lynch, great guy. Can't wait to get into it with him. Absolutely. And one thing about Autograph that I remember, uh, not only Turn Up the Radio and that uh, the Sign in Peace was basically their first mainstream album, but just the incredible amount of movies at that point that uh, that song was featured in. I mean, you're talking like Father Like Son, Fright Night. Uh, Young Blood Young was it Blood, one of them? And, right. and, and, and uh, 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 we're Secret missing of the Cor- Secret of Meyer, Secret the Corey Hayne right, movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that the song uh, was an immediate impact on uh, on the country. I think at that point. It was, and they were able to reform in 2011 without original uh, singer Steve Plunkett. They're back out there. They're doing the cruises. They're doing a lot of the festivals. They're going to be here in Kansas City, May 28th, with Bang Tango gonna at the scene. So definitely right. hit up that show, me an autograph. And Steve Lynch, he's he's kind of the head guy of the band. He's one of the uh, original members. He started this thing. They want, they decided to go out without Steve Plunkett, who basically told him, hey, I can't do this anymore. I have a job. Uh, my voice can't make it through you know um, extensive touring. So, so here they are, man. Mm-hmm. So go to autograph band.com to check out all the dates they have they have several shows coming up here this summer and it's going to be great uh for them to to get back because that song it's just one of those songs you hear it and what do you do well you it's cliche but you turn up the radio when you hear it <laughs> absolutely i think i do every time so yeah it has a tome on hair nation you know uh, yeah. it's got it's it's in, it's in the rotation uh, right absolutely hair nation and uh sirius xm you'll hear it uh, about every uh 10th song there on uh, channel 39 but uh, again, everybody needs to check this band out, and uh, I can't wait to talk to them. And it is our pleasure here on the Music Mania Podcast to welcome our very special guest this week. It is Mr. Steve Lynch from Autograph. Steve, welcome to the show, man. How's everything going? Everything's going great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure for us, man. I'll tell you what, we got the big show coming up here in Kansas City. You're going to be here uh, on Saturday, May 28th with Bang Tango at the Scene Rock Bar. Man, we're really excited about it and just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. You guys have been really busy. Tour's going great. The reviews are wonderful, man. Seen a lot of videos. How's it feel to be out there uh, playing these songs and just, uh, you know, being on the road? And, uh, you know, you guys are as busy as you've ever been, really. Yeah, I mean, we took a, you know, 25-year hiatus, you know, and, uh, you know, I didn't know, I didn't really expect to be doing this again, but uh, it, it, me and Randy, the bass player, started talking about it, and we just thought, you know, it'd be good to, good to go out and do it again, and we, uh, you know, started talking to the um, original drummer and everything. Um, unfortunately, he didn't work out. He had some health issues, and uh, so um, uh, then the uh, singer, the original singer, Steve Puckett, um, he wasn't able to do it because he's got so much going on with the movie and the television stuff, he just doesn't have the time to do it. And he said, my voice won't won't hold out on a tour anyway any longer. You know, when you get a little bit older, the voice is the first thing to go. So he said, my voice can't handle it either. So, so, but he gave us this blessing and said, you know, have a great time out there. So anyway, so then we started looking for the singer, the new singer, Simon Daniels, and uh, uh, he worked out great. They, he was with Jailhouse when he was Daniels. Uh, Daniels Simon's actually back then. Now he's Simon Daniels. So uh, he just switched it around to try to confuse everybody. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got a, we got a drummer on his suggestion, and everything's been working out great. We got a new EP released January seventh called Louder. Uh, that you can find at autographband.com or on our Facebook web- website. Um, but everything's going great. I'm going down tomorrow to record on a couple of new songs, and then uh, uh, you know we're we're going to be leading next Wednesday to start actual work again. Well, so it's. 
can't wait to get to Kansas City. Haven't been there since ooh, I don't know how long. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> it might have been 85, to be honest, 85 or 87, I think, and that's unbelievable. And it's just great to see the band autograph back. I mean, it's such a, a band that sticks out. You say autograph, you, everybody knows uh, Everybody knows this band. And, and, of course, you, Steve Lynch, I mean, the gu- guitar playing, I mean, one of the great guitar players of the era, people still talking about that to this day. But, I mean, you talked about re- reforming in 2011 and then Simon Daniels coming in. I mean, is is am I to hear this correctly? You got you guys uh, found him on YouTube and just kind of brought him on, and it and it worked from there. Is that is that how it went? Yeah, it was um, Larry Moran, the guy that does the Monsters of Rock cruises. Um, he recommended him, and so we went on YouTube and and uh, listened to a couple of his videos, and we just thought, you know, this guy worked out perfect. You know, he's got he's got a great voice. He'd be able to do the autograph stuff great because he's right in that range, and um, and he's got a he's got a great look. He's and then when we met him, he's had a great attitude, great work ethic, and everything. So uh, we said, "Hey, let's do it." And so we we all just decided to do it, and it's just been working out fantastic. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a a, a better um, lead singer to replace Steve, and I couldn't have asked for a better drummer to replace Kenny. So everything's working out very very well. Steve, the rumor has an autograph was named after Def Leppard's song "Photograph." Uh, how did that all go down? I don't even know where that, that rumor came from. That's the funny thing is that people can post anything and, and you know, on the internet. And, but I wouldn't believe it unless it's from one of the band members. But actually, the way that we got the name was we were, um, you know, on our way traveling from Los Angeles to Jacksonville, Florida, to play our first opening act gig with um, Van Halen. And that was January 18th, um, 1984, I remember, because it was my birthday. Um, my 29th birthday at that time. And uh, anyway, so uh, we um, thought of a name on the way to Jacksonville, because we didn't really have a name yet. So we wrote down, you know, 10 names each on a piece of paper, on five different pieces of paper, because there was five members back then. And then we passed them around, and everybody crossed out names that they didn't like. And there was only two left at the end of it. There was Red Cross and an autograph, and we just thought, you know, let's just, we kind of have a signature sound. Let's go with autograph for the time being, and then we can change it after the tour. Well, after the Van Halen tour, of course, you know, we played in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, so we thought, well, we can't, and then we got signed to RCA with that name, so we decided, well, we, we have to keep it now, so, so it's stuck, and, and it's worked out well, so. Well, you talk about the Van Halen tour, um, Th- that wasn't maybe the best experience. I mean, obviously it was huge for, uh, for visibility for the band, but uh, you guys had some restrictions. I mean, you did. I mean, Eddie Van Halen, and I'm just saying this right now. I'll call him out. I think he was worried about you showing him up. He did. He was not wanting you to do your, uh, you know, your double tap shredding technique. If, is that correct? Like he, what he was not. He was like, do not do that. Uh, I mean, is that how it went? Well, this is what happened when um, before the first night that we went on um, there. Uh, tour manager, Noel Monk was his name, and uh, he came up to me and said, are you the guy, Steve Lynch, that wrote that book on the two-handed technique? And I said, yeah, I wrote that back in basically 1978. I think the first printing was 79. And he goes, well, you can't use that technique on the tour. That's Eddie's thing. Yeah. Went, what? You know, and I was saying, you got to be kidding, right? Because I said, look at this. You know, there, there's all these jazz players and, and Harvey Mandel and everything, and and all these guys, you know, this Italian guy, you know, in, in the, the 60s that was doing it, you know, on classical guitar. I, I told him about all these guys that did it. I said, that's not Eddie's thing. That's been around for a long time. I got the idea from Harvey Mandel, the guy up here uh, in Seattle named Steve Buffington, and uh, he was doing it all the time, and he showed me some stuff. And so I said, I've been doing this since, you know, the early 70s. You know, I just decided when I went to the school that I was going to write 
everything down while I was living there and do it two-handed, you know, especially after I saw the guy Emma Chapman do it on the on the uh, Chapman stick, that is with the stick where you play it with both hands, and he just blew me away when we did a clinic at GIT when I went there. And um, so I asked him some things, too, and it was right in the beginning of the year when I was starting to go there. He said, well, you know how to, how to play this pentatonic scale, we'll play, play this one the next position up with your right hand. You know, I went, okay. And he showed me how to do it, and I did it, and then from that point on, just wrote everything down, and that turned into my first book, and then I wrote uh, two more after that. But I was really disappointed that, uh, you know, that they would come up and lay those kind of restrictions on me, because I looked at it, and I like, what, am, I, am I not supposed to use a guitar pickup? Am I not supposed to use a pick? What else did he invent? Did he invent the electric guitar scope? Do I have to play acoustic up there? <clears throat> you know, I really kind of got in this guy's face, you know, because um, I was happy <laughs> I mean, it's like sure. telling somebody their own technique that they've written a book on. And so I'm going, really? Really, guys? Yeah, they put a lot of restrictions on us. Um, but, you know, that was uh, a lot to do with their management, too. Um, you know, we could only use a quarter of the lights, a quarter of the PA, only one spotlight instead of the six that they had. And so they just put a lot of restrictions on us. And I actually didn't I didn't feel that that total was a very good experience because, you know, I could tell the sound guys out front and they weren't. They weren't letting our sound guy have anything. The lighting guy, they weren't letting our guy run anything. So I could tell what it, what it was sounding like out front and stuff. So but when we went on tour next, you know, it was with, you know, like Harold Smith and Motley Crue and all that. And they just said, yeah, you guys can have whatever you want. It was just great touring with everybody else we went out with. It was just Van Halen was the bad experience. Everybody else was great. Well, and even Michael Anthony, you know, from the bass player from Van Halen, sure. he, he was coming into our dressing room all the time. He was... He was partying with us, and he would uh, he would walk you know right off the stage with his Jack Daniels face still on and a bottle of Jack Daniels, walk into the address restaurant room and say, "Okay, guys, time to party." And he says, uh, "Can I ride on your tour bus?" And take pictures? He, he was so sick around with on that whole camp anyway because at that time, you know, that was the last album with David Lee Roth, and they were they weren't getting along too well at all. So, Steve, when Sign and Peace was released back in, in uh, October of '84, uh, Turn Up the Radio obviously became the big hit. Uh, talk about how. Uh, things changed for the band uh, when that song was released. Uh, yeah, it made us more worried. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> <laughs> then we thought, okay, great. Now, now we've got to hit it. Now we got to follow it up and everything. And, and no, actually, we really, you know, relished the moment. We just thought, you know, the first time we heard it on the radio, we were all together. We were actually in the tour bus, and we just went, wow, this is great. You know, fantastic. You know, and, and there was um, there was a car that pulled up next to us and. On, on the tour bus it was these two blondes and they were in a black convertible and they were listening to turn up the radio and we were like you know we opened up the window on the tour bus and we're yelling down out of and everything and we were going that's us that's us and they were laughing and uh we said oh there's nothing better than a blonde in a black car that's there you go that's, <laughs> the, that's the main song off the second album right. you know and so uh, that's how that whole thing came about as well. Steve, uh, the band's music was featured in a variety of 80s movies back in the day, uh, including Secret Admirer, Fright Night, uh, Youngblood, and uh, one of my favorites, actually, was uh, Like Father, Like Son. Just talk a little bit about how that uh, visibility was and how important it was for you guys back then. Yeah, we were. they were calling us up. RCA was constantly calling us up, pitching us to do... Um, you know, movies, uh, movie scores, you know, and, and songs for, soundtracks for movies. And and um, we said, yeah, of course we'll do it. So we did usually two soundtracks for each different movie that we did. And we were doing, like I said, a lot of stuff with television. Um, with Miami, a couple of episodes of Miami Vice, a couple of episodes of Hunter, and 
you know, just just various um, TV shows back in the back in the eighties. So we were doing a lot of that kind of stuff. And uh, but yeah, it really exposed us to a lot. In fact, the um, the one where she never or she never looked that good for me is in the movie Like Father, Like Son. And that that was a great time uh, uh, writing that and and recording the, the the live video. That's actually when you see the video. That's us playing that song live on stage wow. and. Uh, we were, in fact, we were leaving uh, after we got done with that song. We were leaving to go back out on the road. We had to fly as soon as we got done with that video. We had to fly back up uh, to meet up back up with uh, the Motley Crew to finish some more of that tour. But um, it was interesting um, that uh, um, the way that they did it for the filming of the movie, because you have a, it's, it's, it's a whole different kind of thing when they're filming the videos. Then you have video producers and stuff like that. But when you have a a major producer and director, you know, doing a major film. These guys are so fast, it's a joke. Uh, we got up there and, and uh, we just did a sound check and everything. They checked the lights and make sure that, you know, everything was correct and everything. And then they said, okay, go through this long a couple of times. And they said, okay, one more rehearsal, you know, and, and then we'll do a real take. And so we did another rehearsal. And we're all just goofing around up there. Hmm. I, was, I was taking big gulps of water and spitting it all on Kenny, the drummer. He was throwing drumsticks at me. And while we were playing the song, we were just looking around because we thought it was just a rehearsal. And they said, and then at the end of the song, they, could, they said, okay, that's a take. I'm like, what, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, that was rehearsal. And, and so they said, no, we do that all the time so that people think it's a rehearsal so they relax and they do exactly what you did. You guys were perfect. That was, that's a take. We're going to use that one. That's so, so funny. Like, okay. <laughs> so that's the, way that kind of worked out. the magic of Hollywood, right? I mean, that's <laughs> absolutely. And I mean, I, you know, I, I, what I think it's great about the Testament of Autograph that you guys reformed in 2011. You're back doing what you do best. You're back playing live. You got new music. You guys, um, in, in what, how much of a testament is it to that era of music, to the 80s rock culture that, I mean, you guys just last month played, I think, Rockfest 80s in Florida with, I mean, Night Ranger, Brett Michaels, Warrant, Rat, Winger, Slaughter, Lynch Mob, like all these bands. Like, well, how, isn't it a testament? to that music that here we are 30 years later and I mean you can still go out and see a lot of these bands live I and mean, it's unbelievable oh yeah we do so many festivals with you know with the uh, with this lineup of 80s groups I mean it's, it's bigger than anything right now of course it's bigger than anything um, doing a revival out there like the 60s or 70s or the 90s you know the, there's just this whole group of people that really love that era of music and it was it was melodic it was stuff that you could sing along to it was most of it was happy most of it was upbeat before you um got the grunge thing which was about basically the heroin uh, society of seattle and the suicide of seattle exactly <laughs> i know because i'm up on from up here so i i know about all that kind of stuff i, I lived around for a long time and uh so and I, i'm living here now um until october anyway and then I'm going to be heading off to Florida, um, moving down by St. Petersburg, Petersburg, Florida. Very and, nice. Um, anyway, um, but it really does hold a, a true testament to which uh, that style of music and, and the longevity of it was, was because people, you see them out there singing along with all the songs, and I'm thinking, you know what, they remember to, to the lyrics to a lot of our songs, you know, I mean, most of, them, most of the people out there remember all the lyrics to all our songs, so, so um, it, it's really cool to see that, you know, and it's really cool to see all the other bands playing in these festivals and everybody's going crazy and, and singing their lyrics too and thinking, you know, this really did have an impact on people. And you look at it like, you know, I didn't think that much of it because I was in my late 20s, early 30s when we were when we were around. And um, But a lot of people, you know, this was left a big 
imprint on their life because of the fact that they were in high school or college or junior high when they were listening to it. So they're, they're quite a bit younger. And so that was their heyday. That was the music that, and the musicians and the bands that they really looked up to. You know, they really, yeah. really enjoyed, you know. So that was their main thing. And, and it's, it's uh, you know, the whole band and everybody really appreciates going out there and seeing it again and as do all the bands that are out there playing again. Well, it's, uh, you, and you guys are getting ready to go back on tour um, starting the weekend of, I believe, the 26th. You guys start back out in... Uh, and and you're, you start your run again before getting to Kansas City, May 28th. So I want everyone to go to autographband.com to check out uh, all the tour dates coming up. You guys are going to be doing the Monsters of Rock Cruise, I think, this fall. I mean, just great times. I mean, I, you got to have some stories from that. you got to come back with some stories. Hopefully no one goes overboard or anything. I mean, my God, that's a lot of rockers on a cruise ship with a lot of alcohol. I hope everyone survives. You know, the thing is now, it's, it's much different than it was during the 80s. Everything was over the top in the 80s. Um, sure, we still party and everything. We always go out and meet the bands at the show and all that, and, and do you know have some shots with them or whatever. But um, it's a lot more controlled now. It, uh, you know, we don't uh, because of the fact that we are so busy, we can't let it get out of hand, and nobody really wants to either. You know, they they, they look at it like you got to hang over the next day when you get on stage now, and it's it's not fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Back in the eighties, believe me. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit different, but. Uh, but it's all good, you know, it's all good because everybody's, you know, much more into really making it happen and really into the new songs and everything and trying to get those out there. And, and so it's, it's, it's been a great ride and we're going to keep it going for years to come. I can't wait for that. And I, I mean, I did. I want to encourage everyone to go follow the band on Twitter, Autograph Band uh, on Facebook. I mean, did you ever think you'd be promoting all your stuff on, on the internet, on a computer? I mean, this is just kind of a bizarre thing. For, do, do you use a lot of Twitter yourself there, Steve? I mean, it's kind of a funny format to be uh, to be doing this now, isn't it? Like, it just kind of worked out like um, when we got back together, you know, it's, it's like I'm the one that had most of the connections. Um, all the interviewers, they wanted to talk to me, basically, because, you know, I'm a founding member and and everything, and, um, and you know, so it's, it's me and actually uh, Simon and then uh, some interviews Randy does, but it's it's mainly me, and, um, you know, then, uh, you know, the booking agent that we have, he wanted to do most of the stuff for me, so um, it kind of ended up like the whole tour management thing fell into my lap, and then basically general manager and business manager, because I'm the one that cuts the guy's checks, I'm the one that, that uh, you know, does all the contract stuff, and I'm the one that, that, that um, advances all the shows, I'm the one that get, gets paid, I'm the one that takes care of the taxes. So I'm the account, I'm everything. You know, it's like, so, it ended up that way. Um, which, I, which I don't mind, I don't mind at all. Well, so, Steve, works out. Steve, I'll tell you what, somebody else Right. Well, yeah, it's your it's your band. If someone's going to screw it up, it's going to be you. I mean, (laughs) that's uh, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve. We look forward to catching up. We will see you uh, May twenty eighth, of course, at the Scene Rock Bar here in Kansas City. Can't wait for that show. Uh, You and Bang Tango going to be playing together. It's going to be a great show, and we will definitely catch up with you. Come say hello that night. And it's just been a pleasure, man. Can't thank you enough. Keep rocking. Keep doing what you guys do, and we appreciate it. Yes, and, and we appreciate it as well. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys there and looking forward to seeing everybody else there. And uh, remember to hang out after the show. We'll come out and say hi to everybody and take pictures and sign autographs, whatever you want, you know, because we're out there for the people as well. That's wonderful, Steve. I can't wait. We will see you May 28th and uh, have a good start to the tour. And, uh, man, we'll catch up, man. Can't wait. Uh, take care, and we will okay. see you soon, man. You got it. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on again. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye now. Guys, thank you very much for listening. We can't thank Steve Lynch enough for joining us today. And everybody needs to get out and 
first of all, see the show if you can, if you're in Kansas City, <laughs> uh, May 28th. But uh, autograph.com is where you all need to go to see exactly what's going on with that band. Please do. Go out and support these guys. Steve Lynch, one of the best guitarists of the 80s. Autographband.com, that is the website. And check it out. Check out all the dates. Uh, like Steve said, they're hoping to get some new music out soon. Maybe do an album. That would be wonderful to hear. Paul, as we say this, as this, as I'm speaking, we are getting ready to get in the car. Buckle up. Blast some, someone's iPod, hopefully mine. i got more songs on mine. Yeah. And head to Rocklahoma in my... Grandpa's 99 Ford Taurus, because that's what we decided, you know, our cars probably won't make it. Beats uh, renting a car. <laughs> it does do that, man. <laughs> Paul, you know, we've been doing this now for, uh, you know, for quite a while. It's, on a personal note, it's just a pleasure to, to sit in here with you every week, to do these interviews, to have you help me out, because you are someone that lived this era. You have more knowledge and, and, and more stories to, uh, to share than, than I do, because, let's face it, I wasn't alive until 1984. <laughs> Uh, I've made up for it since. Absolutely. (laughs) Your your knowledge just absolutely blows me away. I mean, to think. I mean, you know, you're basically almost 20 years younger than me, Clint. Uh, You know, it's incredible the knowledge that you have of that that era. And for me to get to relive it again right here, uh, there's no better feeling, buddy. Thanks, man. Well, let's let's get in the car. Let's head out. The cooler's packed. The bags are packed. We're heading to Rocklahoma. We'll have a report of that show when we return if you return uh so thank you guys so much for listening please hit us up on all our social medias at music mania underscore show on twitter i know that was a lot just search for music media podcast on that one man uh and And some bail money if you got a chance (laughs) thank you guys so much (laughs) thanks for listening